Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to show women how powerful they truly can be through style, because when women are fully expressed, we change the world. Let's jump in. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to be chatting with all of you. And today, we are actually going to jump right in to claiming confidence, claiming confidence for ourselves. This is something that is so impactful and important, in my opinion, as a woman. Confidence is important for everyone. I truly believe that we all need to gift ourselves with confidence. But for women especially, it is something that you hear as a buzzword all of the time across media. Like, create more confidence. You should have more confidence. Dress as the confident version of yourself. Like, all these things. And so many women share with me all the time when I'm working with them that they lack confidence or they wish they had more confidence. And as a result, it's become this elusive thing like, oh, how do I like how do I even create more confidence for myself? Like, what do you do? Like, how does a person even go beyond like how do how do you start the task of doing that? And so this is why I wanted to talk about claiming confidence with all of you today because I really do think that it's important because a woman that has confidence in her life is someone that's going to move forward proudly on a daily basis, feeling good about her abilities in life and not allowing fear to grapple with her self-image and what she believes to be true in terms of what she's capable of, right? So before I dive into some ways that you can create and claim confidence for yourself, I do think that it's important to talk about some of the misconceptions with confidence because I feel like a lot of people have this vibe that confidence is about perfection and that when we become the most confident version of ourselves that you know we have it all figured out in life and everything just comes together seamlessly and that's what you know confident women are truly like and this was definitely something that I felt myself also because when I was younger believe it or not I was a lot less confident I you know had opinions but it wasn't Like I wouldn't share them with people other than those that were in my close circle. And I definitely didn't have any self-confidence when it came to a lot of my abilities in life. And I was terrified at the idea of putting myself out there. And so I thought that confident women were people that had no fears, had no doubts, never made mistakes had the perfect bod, had the perfect wardrobe, always were uber successful, right? Like this was sort of the picture that I painted in my mind. And I'm sharing this because I feel like a lot of us out there also share this misconception. And so I'm just sharing with you all that confidence is not about any of those things. It's not about an absence of fear. It's not about having no doubt. It's not about never making mistake and it's not about never looking like a hot mess and it's certainly not about having a perfect body. I think a lot of the time these can be torture points for a lot of women and what makes us feel like we're lacking confidence because we are comparing ourselves to these unattainable expectations because they are, they're unattainable. I know for myself now I am confident in most areas of my life 
And I experience fear all the time. I experience doubt on a regular basis. <laughs> I definitely make mistakes. And if you were to walk into my home on a Saturday morning, early a.m. before my coffee, I definitely look like a hot mess. <laughs> and despite that, I still have confidence. I still have confidence. And so you can too. And so again, I'm just sharing that, again, this whole perfection mindset is not attached to confidence. That is not what confidence about is about, sorry. So with that in mind, then what the heck is confidence? Like what exactly is it that we're striving for here? And so confidence for me personally is believing in your abilities and having a level of self-trust. Okay. So it's a form of showing up for yourself and creating emotions that feel powerful for us in the present moment. Because really, truly, confidence is an emotion that is created by thoughts we think. Okay. Confidence is an emotion we are experiencing by a thought we think. Okay. So one of the ways that you can claim more confidence in your life, one of my first tips, is to look at evidence on where you feel confident somewhere else in your life. So an example of this is looking where you do feel good about certain skills that you may have. So as an example, some people may say they're a good cook. Some people may say, oh, I'm a great friend. Some people may have confidence in a skill set they have in their career or job. Uh, some people may have confidence in how they deal with relationships around them, whether that's professionally or personally. And because of that, their thoughts about these things, right, are, I am a good friend, I am a good cook, or I am a great cook, right? I'm great in relationships. The thoughts that we're saying to ourselves are positive, and that because of that, they create a feel-good response, a feel-good emotion that then creates that feel-good feeling that comes with confidence. Does that make sense? Whereas something that's new for us, something that is foreign, something that we haven't experienced before may trip us up with thoughts of, oh my gosh, this is scary. I don't know what's going to happen. Can I pull this off? I'm not sure if I'm going to be any good at this. And because of those thoughts, you know, that's a very contracting, small kind of energy. And it's very normal. Like all of us, when we're going through new things may have thoughts like that. But because of that, it our confidence shrinks. Our, our belief in our ability shrinks because of that, right? And this is why we may experience low self-confidence in some areas. But it's also why it's equally just as important to look for evidence about thoughts you have in the areas you do feel confident and borrowing those for any areas where you may have less confidence in your abilities or less self-trust to try and create new positive or more neutral thoughts so that you can give yourself the opportunity to create more confidence and better feeling thoughts that will allow you to grow in that area, right? So myself, for example, I'm a great baker, but I am not such a great cook. And so I could reframe that as, you know, I'm learning to be a better cook or I can spend some time learning how to create some favorite meals and I could spend some time studying cooking and my confidence in my abilities to cook 
will grow, right? I won't have such negative self-talk around thinking I'm such a terrible cooker, (laughs) right? Whereas Sean's a fabulous cook and he's not so great at fashion. Let's say, for example, like style's not his forte, right? So he may have, and I I don't know this for sure for like, just to be clear, I don't know how my husband feels about that. But you know, if he wanted to feel better about style, he could learn more about it. And this is why I always tell women, like, if you want to feel more confident in your style, you first have to start learning more about yourself and style itself, right? You got to learn more about it, immerse yourself into it. Because learning and creating more knowledge for yourself and understanding is going to create clarity. And clarity often equals confidence in a lot of different scenarios, right? Because when we, again, when we're unsure, when things feel a little murky, when they're not clear, this is when negative self-talk can creep up, which can, of course, affect our body image. It has us focusing on failure. It has us focusing on indecision. And this is why, you know, when we're not feeling confident, we make it mean something about us, right? And that we are not a confident person. So our whole like self image, again, just becomes smaller. So choose more powerful thoughts. Look for past evidence on where you're feeling confident currently in your life, right? Like I know I can brush my teeth. I'm pretty confident about that, right? And so my thoughts about I am capable, I can do this, you know, those kinds of thoughts are things that I can borrow in newer areas so that I'm not making myself so wrong for learning a new skill or not having everything figured out <laughs> or having uh, like doubt around along the way, right? Because it's such a very common thing to experience in any new facet of our life when we're trying something new. Now, the next tip for claiming confidence is actually to take small risks daily. And the reason I suggest this is because doing this actually will stretch you and will actually expand what you believe to be possible for yourself. As an example of this, and maybe this is, I mean, this is going to sound like a bigger risk probably to all of you, but I remember years ago, I got a call from a producer for the Stephen and Chris show, which for those of you that aren't Canadian, it's a national television show or, or was a national television show uh, before one of the hosts, co-hosts passed away. And they had asked me to come in and audition to be one of their fashion experts on air. And I remember thinking, oh my God, I'm terrified of doing that. Like I was freaking out. I didn't think I had the confidence to do that. I had only done very small network television that was local at the time. And I like, my mind was running crazy. Like I was just panicked about the whole thing, like palms sweating, overthinking, doubting every second, hating everything I pulled (laughs) to show the producers while I, when I went for this audition, like I was just absolutely gutted about the whole thing, but I wanted to experience it so, so badly. And so I was willing to take the risk and stretch myself in this situation because I wanted the end result of being on air, which thankfully I, I, I was able to experience that. But the act of getting ready for the audition, going in front of the larger cameras, you know, talking to the host, stretch what I believe to be true about who I was. It stretched my ability to see myself more confidently as a woman that, you know, was expanding in her career and that could handle being on camera in a, in a larger way. I never saw myself as that. So my confidence there wasn't as large as it was in some other areas of my life. But now 
my self-image from having been on television for different things now over the years, my self-image of that has expanded. My confidence with television has grown. And it doesn't mean that I don't get butterflies in my stomach if I'm asked to do television now or any kind of media now. But it's expanded enough that I feel more relaxed than I did when my palms were sweating and I felt like, you know, I was going to throw up for lack of better wording (laughs) back in the day. So while you don't have to do television auditions, what can you do as a small risk daily to stretch what you believe is possible for yourself? You know, if you're someone that's an introvert and maybe socializing is a pain point and you've really created this narrative that you're not good with, with people... Could you say hi to someone next time you go into the grocery store? Could you strike up a conversation with someone next time you're in line waiting for a coffee, right? Stretching yourself this way and seeing that it's possible will change your narrative into being a woman that can converse with others, right? That can handle the art of conversation. And it's a small daily risk, but you'll feel so great as you're walking out to your car about stretching yourself that way. It doesn't mean that your heart's not pounding. It doesn't mean that every conversation is going to go perfectly, but you're stretching your belief in self. You're stretching your self-trust. And as a result, your confidence is going to expand because you're compounding your courage and showing yourself that you can handle things, which I think is really cool. And in my personal opinion, that's what I truly believe confidence is all about. It's compounded courage, really, of just stretching yourself all the time. Now, another way that you can claim confidence for yourself is to borrow from style. Now, one of the things that I spoke about in Rise Through Style this month, because our theme has been all about confidence, how to create it, uh, our mind-body connection, how style can create confidence, and we've gone to this much more deeply. And so, of course, if you want to join us, if you want to be a woman that has more confidence in her life... I would love to have you inside of Rise Through Style. We're not only going to tackle, of course, you looking absolutely phenomenal because that's a (laughs) no-brainer. And the results, quite frankly, for all the women in the Rise Through Style membership has just been so, so beautiful. But we're looking also at how you can expand to be the best version of yourself. So we're looking at all aspects of confidence inside the membership. So one of the ways that you can use style is to help it leverage your mind-body connection. And this is why I truly believe style is so powerful because it connects to our innermost self. So when we're thinking of clothing, a lot of the time if you've bought a new outfit, let's say for example, and you are just feeling so incredible when you put this new outfit on, what happens? You stand taller. You smile more. You might have better posture. You might be willing to make more eye contact. Why? Because you feel beautiful. And again, it's an emotion that you're experiencing because your thought about yourself is, I feel beautiful. I feel great, right? And so your thoughts inform your body, which is why you're standing taller and making more eye, con- like eye connection, right? And so as a result, you feel more confident because of those thoughts. And it's because of your style that's created that visual nonverbal messaging for yourself when you look in the mirror, which is super cool. So there's a number of ways that you can do that. It could be wearing your favorite thing that makes you feel more confident. Like maybe it's a beautiful blouse. Maybe it's something that was passed down to you from uh, like grandparents, like a special heirloom or something. Or maybe you're wearing a bold color, right? Color is such a powerful way to 
create emotion. Like there's lots of studies to show the psychology behind color. So let's say you pick a fabulous bold colored dress and all of a sudden you might feel more bold because of that dress, even on a day where you're not feeling so bold, but maybe you want to be able to borrow that. You want to feel a little bit more bold. So maybe you choose a color that will help you feel that way. And so as a result, again, it's informing your mind-body connection because of that bold color, which I think is really cool. And actually, even if you go and look at some of my, if you can Google and find some of my old, old, old television segments, a lot of the time when I had started, most of the time I was wearing a bolder color and I didn't realize what I was doing at that time. But now reflecting on it, I'm like, wow, I really needed to feel confident in that moment. So I chose something bold. And just as an FYI for anyone that does any Zoom work or camera work, bold color is also fabulous to wear because it just shows well on camera. But that aside, it really does create a psychological difference in your confidence because of that, which is so, so cool. Now, another one that I think I've sort of touched on loosely, but I think is worth mentioning in terms of claiming confidence is keeping promises to yourself. And this one, I feel like, you know, again, we've talked about in media, we've sort of heard this, but the impact of it is so huge. When you keep promises to yourself, you begin to see yourself as a woman who follows through and accomplishes what she sets out to do. And I think this is so beautiful because I think all of us have been here before when, you know, we say like, oh, I'm going to set out to do this goal and somehow we get sidetracked or something pulls us off track and maybe we don't follow through on what it is that we said we did. And as a result, there's this feeling of guilt or shame that can often come with that. And if we do that enough times to ourselves, the narrative goes from something that, you know, okay, I'm going to tackle this goal to, oh, what's the point? I never follow through or ugh, like I never keep my word or, oh, that's obviously not for me. I can't seem to stick with it. And I know a lot of women experience this, for example, if they're trying a new lifestyle habit with exercising or eating better, like I've been here a thousand times over and it can be really, really frustrating and can, again, like that negative self-talk can kind of creep into our body image and what we think about our bodies. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's like, what's the point? I might as well just eat the junk food because it's obviously not going to get better. Like it's a very depressing, heavy, like vibration, right? So again, keeping promises to yourself, creating a plan of action so that you can keep your promise is so important because again, it's that compounded courage, those compounded action steps you're taking that will help you see that you do actually follow through and that you are capable of doing the things that you want, right? It's huge. And because of that, you're going to feel more confident. So keeping promises to yourself, it's massive, massive, massive. Now, another one is to embody your future self. So how would your highest version of yourself show up and act? If you were to think about the most confident version of yourself and close your eyes and visualize how her day goes, visualize how she interacts with people, visualize and think about what she thinks about herself, what does she think? Like, what are her thoughts about herself? I would think that she would be pretty confident and think she's capable of doing the things that she sets out to do. I feel like a confident woman if I'm thinking even of my highest and best self, she would feel great overall about her body and style. I think that even if something were new and scary, 
I would be confident enough to trust myself to learn the things that I need to to make myself feel better about new situations that I'm entering. Like there's a self-trust there, right? And so what you can do when you're thinking about this highest and best version of yourself, the woman that you're becoming, is you can borrow her thoughts and start showing up as her now. Now, it's not going to be perfect. It's not like, oh, of course, like all of a sudden I'm this super confident woman because I'm just borrowing her thoughts all of a sudden because that's not going to happen, right? It's not a light switch that you flick on and off, (laughs) right? But you might take one thought of hers. Like, oh, I could learn something that will help me feel more confident in an area where I may not currently. I could borrow that thought. And so that will help show the next step I might need to take in order to feel more trust in my ability to do something that I currently don't have a lot of trust in or to help me find the right next step if I'm feeling a little uncertain about something. Do you see the difference? And so by doing that, it kind of shows me the steps that I can take so that I am I can move forward and not feel so crippled by indecision or feel so crippled by my fear of I can't do this or I've never done it before to the point where I don't move forward and I'm feeling stagnant in life. Because this is where a lot of us start to feel stuck, right? If we're not growing, we're dying, essentially. If we're not growing, we feel stagnant, we feel stuck, the energy feels heavy, and we don't feel like we're doing anything that makes us feel joyful in life, right? And so a lot of the time, our future version of that se- of ourself, because again, that's always a moving goalpost, she can just give us guidance on what the next step is by helping us see what our thoughts might be in future which I think is super, super exciting, right? So again, even if you just need time, spend five, 10 minutes at the beginning of the morning and just get into the energy of your highest and best self, who you are like two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, however far out you'd like to think and just ask yourself, what are her thoughts about herself? What are her thoughts about her abilities? Because I promise you it will be enlightening And it's really cool to see how much trust you have in yourself in future. And if it's possible in future, it's possible for you now too. And of course, if you want to practice this more, I would love to have you inside of Rise Through Style. We've done a few trainings now this month regarding confidence. We've got a Q&A coming up later on in this month. And of course, March is just around the corner, which I cannot believe. (laughs) And we're going to be doing another Shop Your Closet session with one of the members as well. And hey, if you join the membership, that could be you too. So I would love to have you and we'll leave the link for that down below. So I hope this episode resonated with you. If you did, please screenshot, share it on Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts and I'm sending you much love and we'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.